0: Welcome back to DM Nastics, the gym for dungeon masters to work out their minds. I'm DM Neil, aka Joe Maniac. And with me today is. I'm DM Josh.
1: Also, you can find me on the boards at Three Eyed Sloth. That's my name.
0: Ooh, did not know. Yeah. So, for this one, we are going to tie back to two episodes because they kind of worked together. And that probably means I was lazy at some point and didn't make a DM Nastics. Welcome Aww. to my world. <laughs> so, we're going to tie back to episode number 93. Non-canonical nonsense.
1: It's a good tongue twister.
0: No, no, It feels like I'm going to start singing the theme song to Spongebob right now. And number 94, Haunted House Tips and Tricks. They go together because more often than not, we as DMs, who have a tendency to throw in holiday-themed sessions, they usually fit outside the normal flow of the campaign. Either talking about a time that didn't, you know, it happened before, or it just kind of Everyone accepting this new interesting reality where Santa is a thing in your Dungeons & Dragons world.
1: So this ties back to DMnastics number 78. I don't remember this canon. On the forums, you gave a prompt. Let's see. I'm going to pull it up right here. It talks about, like you just said, holiday-themed games, you know, being non-canonical adventures. So a lot of times during holidays... DMs like to kind of do something a little bit different. So your prompt that you gave the people was something like in your own world, you know, is there a holiday that they're caught up in or they transported to another world, you know, during some kind of holiday or festival? Are there like holiday themed monsters there? Basically, like just like what kind of adventure is prompted by, you know, either maybe it's something like in the world fiction or maybe not, you know, just something that's kind of fun for your players. So you had some really good responses, I have to say. Lots of good, good activity on the forums for this one. I chose one from, and i picked, I picked this user before, and I think I've gotten much better at pronouncing his username now, uh, is from Retsam Noignud. There we go. Got it. Yes. Second time. <laughs> his was a little bit different and I liked it because a lot of times, I think the easy go-to, you know, thing is Halloween because it's really easy to incorporate Halloween into like your game Halloween is often very like antagonistic in general you know just the idea of like oh there's evil spirits or undead or or things like that you know it's Goblins super, easy and to, ghouls. Yeah, super easy to incorporate that which is great but Red Sam no Ignid got it nailed it boom <laughs> he came up with something for Valentine's Day which I thought was super unique and I'd never quite thought about that before so he pitched an idea for what he calls the Town of Love where players are invited to the wedding of of an NPC friend and when they find out they see that everybody in town is in love like every single person it's kind of like an odd scene you know it's just like romance everywhere they go however when they get there they find that the friend that they're you know there to see for their wedding the friend's fiance died recently which is super sad so there's some more you know obviously like he gives some more backstory into like why that is you know there's some murder perhaps basically What happens is that there is fey influence over this town that is causing kind of these upswell of emotions, and when players stay in this town of love, they get caught up in it too, so kind of adds an interesting, like, wrinkle to players. And I understand that's, like, one of those things that players often maybe aren't comfortable, like, maybe expressing or talking about, like, their characters, maybe being in love, not only with NPCs, but sometimes with, you know, like, I like the idea of, like, these players might fall in love with each other, which is, a kind of a cool, but maybe slightly uncomfortable thing for some players to deal with, you know? That's why it's, you know, you gotta gotta play it to your group. Some groups might be cool with it, others, maybe not so much. But... For me, like, I think that's super rad, and I like that concept, and that kind of puts players in a, I feel like, unique spot than they're probably not normally accustomed to in role-playing games. So yeah, so then ultimately in the end, you you know, players will find the fae culprit that is responsible for this and, you know, do something about it, whether they kill the fae or they, you know, maybe talk and convince them to, you know, stop this. Whatever it is they end up doing. I I just think that's a really neat idea, and I was definitely drawn to that when I read that.
0: Yeah, I really like that one a lot because, the, like you said, it, it's ultimately that fae at the very end that is the person pulling the heartstrings, if you will, uh, uh, <laughs> the people in the town. And well, you said it, I'll say it again, definitely not for every group.
1: I would encourage DMs to use discretion uh, yeah. if you think that your group is mature enough to handle something like that.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I really like it because, like I said, the fae being the one behind the scenes, but even... I'm trying to think of how the players get to that point. Like, what are some of the other seeds that you would need to plant? Because it could just be this really weird thing that's happening, mm-hmm. but the players don't know what it is. Right. So that would be another little tip for this one. If you were going to put it in, make sure that you have different things that kind of plant the seeds for them to be able to find the fake creatures of just get frustrated and murder.
1: Exactly. I am a big fan of... Bringing out uncomfortable truths about, like, players during role-playing games. I'm kind of one of those DMs that, like, I want to dig deep into, like, the motivations and the personalities of the characters. And sometimes, like, something like this, this situation, could, you know, force players to think, like, some of the uncomfortable truths. Like, you know, am I in love? Like, if I'm going to be in love with, you know, someone, like, is it going to be that person? And then after this whole thing is broken, you know, they stop it. Like, are they still in love? Or, like, you know, I think the idea of, like hmm, like, what do I do about that now? Like, that's a very cool storytelling device to play with. Potentially, you know, again, depending on your players, but uh, as a DM, that puts lots of like lots of uh, uh, inspiration in my head for
0: that so yeah so many deep deep RP hooks I mean especially even if it weren't two players it could be just that loss of love that Mm -hmm. they had for the other person and I also really really like that Rhett Sam was able to put in the idea that it's not lust it is love yeah and the difference between those two and then it could be that once this is broken one of your players could have just this really tough time dealing with the fact that it's not there anymore
1: right Rhett Sam you're a jerk no i'm just <laughs> anything's like jealousy and stuff like coming out of that like that's that's cool all things that like don't come up very often in role-playing games i'm, I'm a big
0: fan so for mine we're going to jump right into another kind of easy one or i don't know that it's an easy one i think it's one that a lot of people gravitate towards and that is none other than some christmas themed adventure yeah Good old Christmas. Yep. And this one will come from Galacan, one of our Silver Dragon Patreon members. And this is going to focus on none other than Krampus. I
1: love me some Krampus.
0: I would say, if you've been into role playing and stuff like that, you probably know Krampus on some level. Yes. All the cool kids. That's right. There you go. Because they've been stolen by Krampus. And that is the plot for the holiday adventure that Gallican presented, where essentially Krampus is almost like the Tarrasque light, where Krampus only shows up every 1,000 years and starts stealing all of the children. Yeah, all the children. Yeah, and then you got to figure out how to catch Krampus, maybe in the act or just where they are, hopefully saving, of course, all of the children. And they also bring with them a legion of tiny elves of course of the evil variety mm-hmm. which led me to remember that none other than todd McFarlane had done a series of i don't even want to say action figures because i hate putting that term on todd McFarlane because they transcend that on some level so i will say tiny posable statues there you go <laughs> and the series was called twisted christmas and they have what i believe are the exact elves that Gallican was presenting And I really like this idea because it does well as a one shot. I think it could do really well as a single session. This is just the thing. We're right around Christmas. Here you go. And it could also be the idea that doesn't even happen in your world. Here are some random pre gins, or make a character at this level, and you're giving your players a break of being the class that they normally play session in, session out. Yeah, absolutely. Well, now that we've got those things out of the way, we're going to go ahead and lift the mental weights. Right now.
1: Alright. I'm ready. Lifting weights is what I do. Look at me. Lift these weights. I've been doing some some warm-ups just for this. So I've got an idea that it's kind of a little bit maybe unorthodox. That's just, you know, how my brain works, I guess. I gotta throw a throw a kink in the plans. But for me, I've had this idea actually before, and I think the inspiration maybe came from another podcast, an actual play podcast called Friends at the Table. Look them up; they're super rad. Around Christmas time, they do well. So their normal game they play is Dungeon World, which is a mm-hmm. apocalypse world game that actually is set in a fantasy setting. But at, around Christmas, uh, he takes his group and he actually runs a completely different game. Uh, and he usually changes it up every year. Uh, what game that is, but he takes those same characters and but kind of transplants them into some something else. And I've always liked that idea, and I've actually been like thinking about doing it for me, my own group, or, or doing something similar. So the idea that I had was, say you have a, in your d d campaign, or whatever, you have uh, your group, and they have like a home base, or maybe a, a settlement that they've saved or established in. One of the ideas is perhaps this settlement has like an annual holiday that Perhaps coincides with the real holiday, you know, in our world. But instead of just playing the same characters in your session, what if you go back and explore, like, how did this settlement or how did this community come to be or, you know, do some maybe world building based around like this holiday that they uh, celebrate? So there's a really cool game that you can use to do that called The Quiet Year. It's a small indie RPG that is basically like a map making game. It's a collaborative storytelling thing that you use to create a region. You create a map and you take turns playing out an entire year. And it tells a story of this like settlement of people and that are kind of coming into their own. And you can use that as just kind of like a one off thing for, you know, some kind of holiday or whatever and really get into like the background and the backstory of like why this place exists or how it came to be so that's my suggestion that's what i came up with
0: no i love that idea i love the idea of you know because i had kind of alluded to it letting the players be other people you know mm-hmm. giving them a break and in some ways it might be you as the dm getting break because you're not going into the story and keeping these plot hooks and all these long-standing things but essentially even doing more creating at the same time as your players. Yeah,
1: and and something like that like especially that game specifically. And there's a lot of others like it, but there's no GM or or, or anything at all. It's completely collaborative. So it kind of allows the players to have a, a hand in creating some of the the fiction and creating some of the history, you know, and it gives maybe them a little bit more I don't know, it gives them a more like buy-in to this world that you're playing. Instead of just you telling them what this world is like, they actually get a part in helping to make it, which is, I always think that's kind of awesome. So yeah, so that's where I was going with it.
0: I like it. So my idea was to try and come up with some fun, obscure holidays that could be quick, like quick fire ideas. First thought, Columbus Day. People have to adventure (laughs) and find new continents. Go. There you go. Okay. Yeah, and that could easily play kind of back into your quiet year idea as well. Right. And who knows what they'll find. Oh, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I
1: mean, you've got like tax day, you know. <gasps> you know They got to play the role of tax collectors going around. And, and perhaps they find that, you know, the government they work for is there's some nefarious scheming or plot that's happening. I, I, I don't know. That's
0: <laughs> If you want to get real political with it. And then you could have boxing day. Uh-huh. But they actually box people. The there you time. go. <laughs> and everyone plays a monk and then they have to fight and wrestle. Done. I,
1: I, I don't think that's technically what Boxing Day is, but you know, that's. that's I'll go not, with it. <laughs> not
0: important. Not important. <laughs> what else? You could do something like. This backfired. There's too many. <laughs>
1: uh oh. Abort. Abort. Oh, you know what would be interesting? You could do similar to how in real life we have a lot of days dedicated towards awareness you know so like towards a disease or something like that you could do that maybe in your game you could have like maybe there's uh you know some kind of disease that used to be like prominent or maybe something had ravaged like the world at some point and so you could have like an actual holiday in your game that's kind of like a awareness day or something like they you know kind of beat back this like, horrific thing that, you know, people were suffering from. Uh, and you could even, like, incorp- tie that into, you know, something real-world if you wanted to. But I think something like that is kind of different and would be kind of neat, you know?
0: No, I like that. I mean, because that was one of the other concepts that I had thrown out there was people presenting holidays that were in their world that mm. they um, wanted to share with the forum community. Right. So I like that a lot. Man, this is, that turned out way, way more difficult than I thought. Only because the absolute gluttony of stupid holidays. Mm -hmm. Got it. So another interesting holiday you could quickly toss into your game could be something related to certain creatures in your world. The one thing that came to mind was during the running of the bulls. What would you replace with bulls that would be absolutely terrifying that your players could play through? Running of the bullets. Or running of the Displacer Beast. <laughs> oh, what? No. Nope. mm No. Nope. Run away from the Displacer <laughs> yeah. Beast. Never. The other idea could be migration of certain types of animals and what your players need to do to essentially prepare a town or defend the town or do something along those lines could be really interesting as well.
1: That's cool. I also like the idea of doing things with like Solstice, you know, that those yeah. are kind of like minor holidays or just you know yearly annual events that don't really get a whole lot of recognition even like in the real world you know it's it's just certain certain groups kind of recognize it more than others or at least kind of celebrate it more than others but the changing of seasons like is a cool thing that you could always do in a game you know as like a bigger holiday you know as perhaps people in this world that you're playing in actually like have a good reason or or a big cause to celebrate the changing of seasons because the previous one was so bad perhaps like winter you know lasts for years and then it's like oh finally like we're leaving or getting out of winter and it's like a huge holiday
0: because of that so something you know you can always do lots of things like that I like it also potentially playing up the full moon and things like that. Obviously, yeah. it has far greater implications inside of a fantasy world. But, I mean, even in our world, I mean, I know it is superstition that, oh, crazy things happen when there's a full moon. It's just that's a thing people say and people, I mean, I would say genuinely believe in our own world. Mm-hmm. So easy enough when there's a world where creatures show up because of it. Absolutely. So I found this one and it could be interesting. So on February 17th, here in our world, Mm -hmm. again, it is Random Act of Kindness Day. What? yeah and that could be really interesting to it. see what <laughs> i have a year to plan what
1: my next random act of kindness is so that's good i
0: feel like maybe you could just try it whenever you feel like it but that's just me
1: no there's a day for it so i should really be in the spirit of the holiday you know oh it makes me so sad that
0: that is a thing that i know people do when they think. <laughs> But it could just be a really interesting thing to present to your players and see what they do with it, I yeah. Mean, and just really go with the flow of like, what does that mean to you and your character in this world?
1: I like small, kind of almost seemingly random holidays like that, especially like in a game like, as an example, something that thematically I always thought was cool was in the Pathfinder setting from Paizo. Their original adventure path they did was Rise of the Rune Lords, and the very opening of that like adventure that they wrote has a holiday or a festival going on called Swallowtail festival which is it's a very religious kind of thing like there's a lot of ties to like the, the local church and all this stuff but it's just basically like a day of partying and and celebration and it's just like a small thing specifically tied to this one town like no other you know cities or anything participate or recognize it it's just exclusively something that is huh. important to them that they've created and so like that's I like that
0: that's really cool you yeah. know something that's very personal for like a person or group of people. Oh yeah, I really like that, especially the idea of making it focused on a specific area that your players happen to be, because it exactly. can tip them off to what is important to these people and how they can better interact with them and the world at large. Totally. And I will leave you, or we will leave you rather, with this one. May twenty fourth is officially National Scavenger Hunt
1: Day. <gasps> oh my goodness. Yep. That might be Take my that. new favorite holiday.
0: Put that in your world and, I don't know, just do it.
1: <laughs> just fetch quests. Nothing but fetch quests. Entire yes. session.
0: Tell your players that they need 10 ball pelts before they can <laughs> move on. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Right, there it is. Sir, I think we've done it once again.
1: That was beautiful. I feel fully exercised. My brain has been worked out. So if you wish to contact us and write to us, you can do so by emailing us at dmnastics at gmail.com. That's dmnastics, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also follow dmnastics on Twitter, at dmnastics. Pretty simple, right? Straightforward. You can also follow me personally on Twitter. I am at joshclyde, all one word. Neil, where can people find you?
0: If you felt so inclined to hear how much editing I do and the things I edit, you could follow me at Joe JokeManiac on Twitter. And for everything else on the network, you can always head over to blockpartypodcastnetwork.com. But above all that, I want to implore you, the listener, to head over to the forums and take part in these challenges and exercises as well as all of the other amazing conversations being had.
1: So to do that, you should head over to dungeonmasterblock.freeforums.net and try some DMnastics so your players don't ask Do you even lift?
0: Oh, I could barely lift my right arm, because I did so many. I don't know if you heard me counting, I did over a thousand.
1: Just watch out for the guns.
0: They'll get you. (laughs)